You don't want to give your power away just like that because a man wants your body. It takes time to find out, is he just sexually attracted or is he emotionally attracted? Because again, a man who's only sexually attracted, all he wants to do is get in your pants. It doesn't cause him to call you back the next day. It doesn't call him to fall in love with you. It doesn't cause him to want to spend a lot of time with you. It doesn't cause him to commit to you. It only causes him to want your body. If he's emotionally attracted, and that's what you have to wait and see, that's the thing that, that is the hook. That is the glue, the emotional attraction. That's the thing that's gonna make him be faithful to you. Welcome back to Bring Out the Best with Danielle Hage. I'm Danielle Hage, Danielle's daughter-in-law. Danielle is a pastor, speaker, and founder of Dynamic Traits. She has 40 years experience in family and marriage relationships. She's been married to Steve Hage for 42 years. He travels the world preaching the gospel and together they pastor a church in Laguna Niguel, California. So today is a fun topic. I can't wait to talk about this and hear what Danielle has to say about a woman's cover charge. What is it gonna cost a man to get in the palace? <laughs> That's exactly it. Every woman has a predetermined cover charge. She may not think of it like that, but she does. Now, whether she enforces it or not is a totally different story, all right? But when a man wants into your palace, you need to tell him what your cover charge is. And your cover charge consists of what you need, what you need before, during, and after sex. So you need to think about that. You need to really think that through. What, it, it, what is it that I need? The higher the cover charge, the more valuable the palace, right? And it's kind of like this. The more costly a diamond is, the more valuable it is, right? But if you think about it, diamonds, real diamonds, authentic diamonds, mm -hmm. have inclusions. They're flawed. They're not perfect. You can't see it with the naked eye, but under a microscope, you can. Mm -hmm. But a CZ, a cubic zirconian, has no inclusions. It's perfect because it's fake. It's manufactured. So I like to look at women as diamonds. And if if you have any flaws or imperfections, it's okay. It makes you real. It makes you authentic. Okay. So we don't have to pretend that we're perfect because everybody knows we're not. <laughs> we are definitely not. But you have value. You are already valuable in spite of your flaws and your imperfections. You know, virginity is a highly is a highly valued gift by every man. Men value a woman's hmm. virginity, um, and it, it's something you can only give one time in your life. Right. Okay. And I I don't want anybody to feel condemned. Okay. I'm not here to condemn anybody. I really think that God cares more about our hearts yeah. and the purity of our hearts right. than He does our virginity. So there's no shame mm -hmm. if you're not a virgin. But if you can only give that gift one time in your life, if you hold on to it for as long as you can, you're only going to give it once. Don't you want to give it to a man that values it right. and that deserves it? Right. Like the man you're going to marry, <laughs> possibly, right. and that is willing to make that commitment and has done the work to get to know you and and has earned your earned who you are, right. your value right. as a woman. So what are some examples of the cover charge that first time? Okay. You know, when you you are ready to make that commitment, take that step, 
Yeah. For your first time. Yeah. Well, and, it could, it, it, and again, it depends. It goes, it's different from, for each woman, mm-hmm. but a cover charge could be anything from, um, for some women, all they need is a nice dinner out mm-hmm. and they're willing to give up the cookie. Okay. <laughs> for other women, just hearing, I love you or it's sweet, nothing's whispered in your ear, uh, could be enough. And you have to remember that men will trade intimacy to get sex. Meaning mm-hmm. men will tell a woman what she needs to hear right. to get sex. Women will trade sex for intimacy. Right. Because intimacy is important to women. Mm-hmm. And and ladies, you got to remember that men, just because you have sex with them, it's not going to cause him to bond to you. Men don't bond through sex. Mm-hmm. Women do. Women get emotionally attached through giving their body away. So you have to be really careful. Is that where we go crazy? Yeah. Is that the crazy bond? <laughs> that's Yeah, that's part of going crazy. And that's why some women are so devastated when a man, he has sex with her and she thinks, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. he loves me. And he doesn't call. And doesn't call you back the next yeah. day. And you know, men will have sex with women they don't even like. Right. So don't be fooled thinking, well, he must be in love mm-hmm. with me. He really likes me because he wants to have sex with me. Nope. Nope, that's not necessarily the reason. So for a woman to set her cover charge, how mm-hmm. does she know that the intimacy is authentic and real from a man before having sex with him and he's not just putting up this game right. and it's, then is going to hit it and then quit it? That's why you wait. That's why you give it time. And it really is valuable to him. And Even is. though he doesn't, men don't put off like that is valuable to them. Right, right. Of course. It really I is. I still respect you. Even mm-hmm. if you give it up after the first day, yeah. I'll respect you. Right. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. But that's why you need to give it time. It's more for you to protect your heart yeah. and to protect yourself than um, pleasing him and and giving into his need. Of course, yeah. a man has a need for sex. But because of your value, that's why you hold out and you wait until you do exchange some intimacies until you get to know right. each other. Intimacy, intimacy is into me see. Yeah. So you need to let him see who you are. You want to see into him. Yeah. Who is this guy? Is this right. a good guy? Is this got a guy? Is this marriage material? Is he going to stick around, mm-hmm. or is he just going to hit it, quit it, and <laughs> right. you know, right. walk away? Because yeah. again, men will have sex with women that they don't even care for, and mm-hmm. if a woman is offering up her body, I don't care what his faith is. I don't care what his age is. I don't care if he's married. If a woman is offering herself, most men have a really hard time saying no. Unless that married man has a woman at home who will cut him. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I think you might be one of those. And you know, this does not, having this cover charge, it's a boundary is what it is. It doesn't make you a prostitute. It makes you powerful. It gives you power. You don't want to give your power away just like that because a man wants your body. It takes time to find out, is he just sexually attracted or is he emotionally attracted? Because again, a man who's only sexually attracted, all he wants to do is get in your pants. It doesn't cause him to call you back the next day. It doesn't Mm -hmm. call him to fall in love with you. It doesn't cause him to want to spend a lot of time with you. It doesn't cause him to commit to you. It only causes him to want your body. If he's emotionally attracted, and that's what you have to wait and see, that's the thing that's, that is the hook. That is the glue, the emotional attraction. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that's going to make him be faithful to you. That's Mm -hmm. the thing that's going to make him want to make your dreams come true, want to make you happy. If he's just sexually attracted to you, he doesn't care about your happiness. Right. He cares about his happiness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's why you need to give it some time. You don't put out on the first, second, or third date, ladies. You need, if you want, if you want a monogamous, committed, 
intimate, long-term relationship with a man, you need to keep your legs closed. Okay. Because I was going to ask that. There are women (laughs) who are single or dating, and they're okay just also seeking pleasure and not really Mm -hmm. looking for that monogamous relationship. And usually, and not always, there's always exceptions to the rule. But what I have noticed is women maybe that have been hurt in the past, so they're or they've already been taken advantage. Maybe they have been molested. Maybe they just haven't um, even raped. Maybe they haven't had a good relationship with sex. Um, and as in regards to men, a lot of women are like, you know, just just screw it. I'm yeah. just going to have sex like right. a man. But I think a woman pays for that in the mm-hmm. end because women are emotional. And I see, I think that happens more with postmenopausal women um, because they don't attach to men. They don't get attached through sex the way that a younger woman does. And if you think about it, why do we, you know, if you think about when you were back in high school, your first love, mm-hmm. I remember my first love in high school and I was going to wait till marriage to have sex. And I wasn't a Christian at that time, but I did, I was conservative, you yeah. know, and I wasn't the kind of girl that just slept with guys or, yeah. and I didn't have a bunch of bad things happen to me, you know, before I got into high school, like a lot of women, I think they say one out of every three women now mm-hmm. has been molested by wow. the time she's 18. I, that never happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I remember dating this guy and I thought I was in love with him, especially after I, because he would not let up. He worked me, worked me, worked mm-hmm. me and broke me down. And I finally let him touch me, mm-hmm. let him touch my breast. And I was so connected to him. I mean, literally, emotionally. Yeah. I, and that's all he did. Well, that's that bonding hormone you're talking about, right? I bonded with him. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was the first guy that ever touched me like that. And I just wanted to be around him all the time. I couldn't get enough of him. I I really connected to him. And then, of course, I ended up having sex with him. And at the, you know, ripe young age of 15 and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was devastated when we broke up. He he broke my heart because guess what? He was making out with some other girl, some other chick, you know, the next weekend. And I found out about it and I was devastated. I mean, heartbroken, like had a hard time getting out. And I was so young. I had a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. And I was so embarrassed because it turns out he got a hickey from some girl and he hid it from me. But everybody in school knew about it. Everybody saw it, even my sister, even my best friend. But nobody told me. They were were trying to protect me Mm. from knowing. And finally... I was, you know, boohooing over him one day because he didn't show up for my birthday. And my sister and her friend said, we got to tell you something. Yeah. And they told me, you know, he's been messing around and he has a hickey. I, again, just completely devastated. And when I look back, it's laughable now. But at that age, it was huge. And you see teenagers committing suicide because Mm -hmm. their boyfriend walked out out on them. That's how emotional. When you're young, 15, 16, 17 years old, your emotions are so high. Like when you're happy, you're the happiest you've Mm -hmm. ever been. And if you're down, you are the saddest you've ever been at that age. And then that changes as we get older. I mean, even your frontal cortex is not fully developed until you're in your mid-20s. 24, 25 years Mm -hmm. old. Exactly. So you're not even making good decisions until your mid-20s. But you even see women who are in their 20s and 30s who, you know, maybe they're not the emotional, crazy teenager, but you see them making poor decisions or just get totally wrapped up or whirlwind and they just don't understand how this could have happened to them. Right. 
because right. they've they've bonded without the cover charge. Exactly, exactly. And some of the other car- cover charges could be things like, for some women, I need a commitment and a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need security. I need integrity. I need a man who's going to be honest with, with me. Um, I need a mon- monogamous, committed relationship before that's my cover charge. Right. So if you're not willing to pay that, Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you later. And do you set the cover charge from the Absolutely. get-go and you can't change it later? Absolutely. You, you set mm-hmm. the cover charge. Now, if you compromise on your cover charge, guess who loses? The woman. The woman. Yeah. Because of the way we bond yeah. through sex. The man, he doesn't lose anything. Yeah. Because for a man, and I know this is going to sound harsh, but for most men, and again, there's always the exception to the rule, but generally speaking, for for men, sex is just plumbing, mm-hmm. okay? It's not how they connect. Right. The way that a man, and I know the question you're asking right now probably is, well, how does a man bond? What makes him bond? And you know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's by how much you can receive what he has to provide. Yeah. And I'm not talking about providing his penis, okay? <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> providing other things. Yeah. All right. So the seductress part of a woman, that's the sensual, playful, physical part of a woman. Yep. She has a very low cover charge. Mm-hmm. She's willing to give right. it away. She just wants to play. Yeah. But the queen, the mm-hmm. spiritual side of a woman, mm-hmm. that's the she has a very high cover charge yeah. because she has boundaries that she's willing to implement. And that's the thing that makes her the queen. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that makes men very, very drawn to her. They respect her, admire her, want to do for her, want to provide for her because she has these strong boundaries. Right. And and the queen is very attractive. It causes a man to fight for her, to lay her li- his life down for her. And that's the part of us that we all want developed because we want men to respond to us yeah. in that way, right? Yeah. We yeah. want a man to want to meet our needs. Right. Not have to, right. but want to. So there can be true intimacy from a man that's authentic. Yes. And is not just exchange for sex. Of course. And that comes through the higher cover charge. And time. Having boundaries and time. And that okay. takes time. There's so many variables. Mm-hmm. You know, are you compatible? Do yeah. you want the same things? Yeah. I'm, and you got to find that out. Why are you going to give your body away? Let him mm-hmm. into your palace before you even know, does he want to be married? Does he want to have mm, kids? Yeah. Do you want it? I mean, you've got to right? talk about things. You know, when you're dating a guy, you need to talk about the deal breakers. Yes. And some therapists or experts on this will say, don't tell him everything up front. Mm. I disagree with that. Right. I, because women, the relationship they have to time is so different than a man's. Because for a man, he he can... He he has no reproductive limits. Mm. He can make wow. a baby at 70 years old. Yeah. But for a woman, right. she has ticking. reproductive limits. Yeah. So yeah. she has a different relationship. She And most women will say, I don't want to waste my time on a guy that isn't going to end up being my husband. Right. So you have to find out, do right. you want the same things? What are your deal breakers? What are he- her- and his And having deal those conversations before you... Give up intimacy is so much easier. Absolutely. And you're more clear headed to right. be able to walk away if you need to walk away because you're right. not going to be compatible for what you want in the future. Exactly. You know, I dated a guy before um, dating Christian, my husband, and he was divorced, had already had a couple of kids, and he was very clear that he did not want to have children. And as nice as he was, and as nice of a car that he drove, and the nice dates he took me on. You know, I walked away I okay. because that was not a part of the future right. that I wanted right. and no ill will. But 
being clear-minded and clear-headed and having the conversations early and upfront. And that is wisdom because you know what some women do? If you if if think, you oh, really, really change. liked him, I'll change yeah. his mind. Yeah. He'll fall so deeply like and madly so in love much. with me yeah. that he'll change his mind yeah. and want to have kids. Yeah. When a man tells you something, you need to believe him. Mm-hmm. If a man yeah. says, I could never be faithful to one woman, believe him. But you know what women do? Oh, but I'm the one. I have the power. That be, I have the power <laughs> because he's going to be so much more in love with me than yeah. he ever was yeah. anybody else. The palace is going to be so amazing. That he, <laughs> yeah. I would say... Nine times out of 10, you believe him when he tells mm-hmm. you something. Don't think you can get him to change, but that's another problem w- women have. They think they can change people. They mm-hmm. think they can change men. Yeah. And so they do all sorts of things to try to get those changes. And then they're very disappointed mm-hmm. when he doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And then they take it personal. If he loved me enough, cared about me enough, respected me enough, cherished me enough, he would change for me. Yeah. And that's yeah. not necessarily true. Sometimes... But most of the time, no. Yeah. No. Okay. I want to talk to you about oxytocin because mm-hmm. this is why a lot of times people will say, well, why do women um, bond around sex and men don't? And mm-hmm. that's because of the effects of the hormone, mm-hmm. the beloved hormone called oxytocin. It's the the hormone that is released when around um, orgasm. Okay. So, or ejaculation, you might say, for a man <laughs> and, or when a woman has uh, a a child, oxytocin yeah. is released. It's what right. causes her to bond to that child. Mm-hmm. So it causes us to bond or to attach to others in a, in a very strong way. But, and you need to know this, for a man, uh, testosterone actually diminishes oxytocin, and mm-hmm. men have more testosterone than wow. women, and estrogen actually exasperates oxytocin, which we have more of than men. So that bonding hormone can last in a man for two or three days. Okay. The bonding hormone, that bonding hormone lasts in a woman for two or three weeks. Wow. So in two or three days, he's moved on. Yeah. He's not attached to you anymore. Yeah. But for weeks, a lot of times on end, we're like, and making up excuses. Yeah. (laughs) He's probably just busy. Yes. He's just busy. He went out of town. He'll call me when he gets back. Right. Right. Mm. So, wow. so you, and it, and it's also said with that hormone, when that hormone is released, that impairs good judgment. So <laughs> yeah. if you're single, you need to decide, am I ready to forfeit good judgment about yeah. this guy right. by having sex with him right mm. away, getting all bonded and attached? Yeah. Yeah. And then he moves on. Right. <laughs> Causes right. a lot of hurt and pain. You know, women take the biggest hit to their self-esteem when it comes to sex mm. because they take, because it is a very personal thing yeah. and it is a very sacred thing for them to give away something that is so sacred to them, their virginity or their yeah. body. Because right. when you give your body to a man, you're giving a piece of your heart. Yeah. You know, that, that scripture that says, guard your heart mm-hmm. for out of it flow all the issues of life. Right, right. <laughs> and so that's, we need to be careful and to really guard our heart, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to men, because yeah. that's probably where the most pain and dis- disappointment come from for mm-hmm. women is in their relationships with yeah. men. You've counseled, studied with, had many conversations with married couples. How does how does this affect married couples into their relationships when a woman is not a virgin going into their marriage? You know, mm-hmm. do you see uh, lasting effects? And are there things that affect a marriage because of 
her previous past. Right. You know, I think it depends on the couple. Mm -hmm. Um, When my husband-to-be found out that I was not a virgin, he did not want to marry me. Wow. And he was very much a Christian. I was a brand Mm -hmm. new Christian. And I was young. I was 18 years old. And I told him everything because I felt so connected to him. I felt so heard by him, so seen by him that I wanted him to know everything about me. Mm -hmm. So I just told him about my past and that turned him off. I didn't know. He didn't say that to me at the time, but he went and talked to his pastor at the Mm -hmm. time and he said, I don't know if I can shake that. And, you know, and his pastor, of course, he's older and he's like, you know, Steve, you know, very (laughs) few women. (laughs) There's not gonna be a lot of women that, um, are still virgins. And he wasn't yeah. a virgin. But isn't that funny wow. that he wanted his wife to be one? So yeah. I think it depends. Now he got past that yeah. because again, he fell so deeply and madly in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> marry me anyway. But um, I think it just depends. For some guys, it's not an issue. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. think it's just not an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people do it exactly perfect. Right. They started off right. They didn't mm-hmm. have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. I know one young girl, her first kiss was at the altar. Wow. And, <laughs> wow. and you know, and they had a pretty good relationship. Yeah. But they definitely didn't know how each other's bodies work. And I think two virgins going into marriage can, I think that's the time where you teach each other, you learn each other. Yeah. I think that's a great time for a young mm-hmm. couple. But I've also, I've also seen that particular couple separated now. Mm. I've also seen other people who did it perfect and- they're separated or divorced now. Yeah. So I can't yeah. say if you remain a virgin, you'll last yeah, yeah, forever yeah. in marriage. Yeah. There's yeah. no saying that. Um, yeah. There's no guarantees. Right. And if you've had sex with 10 different men, it's going to mess up your marriage. Right. I can't say right. that either. Yeah. So again, I think it just depends on what you both value yeah. and what you decide to make an issue of yeah. and what you decide to like. Well, I love what you say too. You know, God, God is looking at the purity of our heart. Yes. You know, and the intention and the intimacy between you and your... Right. husband or soon-to-be husband and what you're committed to, both the man and the woman, right. into, a, into a marriage. Right. And I think a lot of times women feel like, well, if I've already given it up, then I might as well just with the next guy mm-hmm. and the next guy because yeah. I'm I'm no longer a virgin. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to use this little illustration because they feel, they feel like they're not as valuable because they're not a uh, virgin or maybe... Maybe you were um, sexually abused. Maybe mm. you were raped or molested or you were touched by a man yeah. at some point or someone who wasn't just a boyfriend. Maybe it was a dad or an uncle or a grandfather or whatever. Um, again, there's been a lot of women that have, have mm-hmm. had to deal with that. And I like to use this illustration of, you know, this is a $100 bill. Mm-hmm. And, if and you know how money is. It gets passed around. Right. If, if I wadded this up... And it gets passed through a bunch of different sweaty palms and in and out. It dropped on the floor, stomped out, even ripped and torn in pieces. But I unravel it. What is the value of this now? After it's been passed around, it's yeah. dirty, maybe spit on, spent on, abused. Right. What's it worth? Still $100. Would you want it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it keeps its value. Yeah. And how much more valuable mm. are you as a woman than a measly piece of paper, yeah, $100 bill. Mm-hmm. You are worth way, way more than that. So don't feel like because of your past that it diminishes your value. Yeah, You good. have value regardless. Mm-hmm. And good. women who know their value have strong boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's what t- makes them the queen. And it makes them very attractive. Yeah. Very attractive. Yeah. 
That's good. I actually heard, even before Christian and I were dating, about a year before we got married, because we ended up starting to date and got married very quickly, but a year before, um, almost a year to the date of when we got married, I heard God say, prepare yourself for marriage. Mm-hmm. And it w- it was a year of setting aside time for myself and learning more about what the queen is, who the yeah. queen is, how to establish boundaries. and. Um, because I didn't before that, you know, I had dated around and my boundaries were not well established and taking that year aside, I'm so glad that I mm. listened to what God said and had some good preaching or pastoring that I was yeah. listening to along that way, because it really did set me up to have a start of a healthy relationship right. With Christian going into it. Right. And what was your background? Like what had you learned or or thought about, about, you know, dating and sex before marriage? Yeah. I, you know, there wasn't a lot of conversation about okay. it growing up. Okay. Um, my mom is very um, spiritual and has always sought the Lord, but our involvement in church had kind of come and go in different seasons. Yeah. And I went to college at a very young age and uh, lived my 20s single. And so it was just a part of culture, you know, a part of going to college and living life in a big city single. You were going out, you were having drinks, you were going home with somebody and um, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Part of the norm. Yes. Yes. I did not have close relationships, close friends around me who were saving themselves for marriage. That wasn't a conversation. Right. And I remember when I was still living at home, so it would have been in my teen years, it was like, well, this is what the Bible says, but good luck because that's yeah. not really today's culture. <laughs> right, and right. that's going to be, you know, that's just, basically that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I just, I did not have the boundaries for myself. I didn't have the words put in me. I didn't know what to say to get myself out of situations. I didn't know what to say to say no, honestly, to say yeah. no, you know, because I cared about what other people thought, and I didn't see anybody else right. saying no, and got myself into several situations that were not appropriate yeah. just because I did not have the ejection button. I didn't know how to do that. Right. And so right. I learned that a lot later in my young adult years. And like I said, that year of preparing myself for marriage gave me what you're talking about. It gave me a renewed perspective of value and boundaries and even though I had shame and, you know, experiences that I wasn't proud of and I didn't feel great about taking into a marriage, I felt restored going into a marriage that I still had something to offer somebody and was worth the being a wife and being a mom and and having having value around that. Yeah. That's really good. I think that's such a good teaching. You know, for yeah. young, yeah, for I young think we need to because talk our to our teenagers, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and even then, it's still hard. They, bottom line, they're going to choose. Our young girls are going to choose. Right. We can tell them, give them as much information mm-hmm. that we can, biblically speaking, and just from as a parent or a pastor. But bottom line, they're going to make their own decisions, right? So, and right. I would never shame anybody. I mean, I, I. I couldn't do it. You yeah, know, there's and no workbook. There's anybody. no plan for how how right. to make a child, right? You know, follow all the right steps. Exactly. You know, I know plenty of children who grew up in pastors' kids who grew up right. and still, <laughs> right, 
still did not have a high cover charge. Exactly. Um, exactly. Because, you know, sex is very, we can't um, underestimate mm-hmm. how strong a drive there is. Yeah when it comes to sex. And part of it is very natural. And mm-hmm. and we we want, especially like we want our men to have a strong sex drive, yes. especially after yes. marriage, yeah. right? We we want that. And it's part of their instinct. It's part of their biological mm-hmm. makeup. It doesn't make them nasty or or wrong or bad. It's but we but within the context of marriage is where it works best. Mm-hmm. That's where it's not gonna hit your self-esteem the way it will right. as a teenager. Right. Um, and there's some intimacy there right. and there's that bonding there. Yes. And I believe that's how God designed it. That's mm-hmm. my background. That's my reference yeah. point. But again, if if you decide to do it before, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd be the last one to judge you or shame you. Mm-hmm. It's not my business to do yeah. that. So. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked a lot about singlehood and, and virginity, but what does that cover charge look like in marriage? Well... <laughs> I okay, so I'll tell you something. <laughs> when I was newly married, um, if I didn't have the connection or the intimacy with my husband that I felt like I needed, I wasn't willing to give him sex. Mm-hmm. And I remember a lot of times he would, it, there'd be a couple of days that would go by, and we had kids young. I mean, we got married yeah. four months later, I was pregnant. Yeah. So that took, did a, a number on our sex mm-hmm. life for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the pressure it put on him because he had, wasn't making a lot of money. Now we have a baby coming and he was just brand new married. And and I mean, we, we didn't even have great sex for the whole first year of our marriage. And before we got married, I mean, I'd find him off of me. It was like, no, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. You know, we <laughs> tried our best. But and it, things turned out so, I mean, just switched after we got married. But he felt the pressure and the mm-hmm. commitment of it. And then I'm pregnant now. And so um, I remember if there, a few days went by where we hadn't really connected, mm-hmm. I would say, he'd come to bed and be like, come on. And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> even know you. Who yeah. are you? Like, we yeah. need to talk. We need to connect. You we need, need a moment. to me today. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, we haven't even talked today. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, okay. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Oh my God. <laughs> and I think back and it's like, oh my, but again, I was much younger and I I had to remind myself after a while that I am not a whore. I am not a prostitute. I am his wife. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have all my ducks in a row and everything lined up mm-hmm. perfectly to give him my body. Yeah. And, but it took me a little while. And yeah. I said, you know, if you want the best out of me, you're going to get more out of me if mm. if we have some romance, if right. we have some connection. Right, right. And he did his best, but it's yeah. just not always possible. Yeah. You know, it's never going to be perfect. Not everything's going to be in alignment for you to have sex, to have yeah. great sex. Yeah. So, but I believe too what the Bible says, mm-hmm. that we need to be selfless, that our body is not our own. Once you're married, it's like you give your body to him, he gives it, his body to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just, you know, the men women having to give it up. A lot of times women want to have sex and a man isn't into it. So Mm -hmm. it goes both ways. But, um, but I think there are some things, you know, for most women, it's like, take me on a romantic date and then I'll give it up. (laughs) (laughs) Even after you're married. Right. Yeah. So I just think you have to to bed for you. You have to figure out your arrangement. Yeah. Everybody's got their arrangement. Everybody's got their dance. And if if a man is smart, he'll learn about what brings the best out of a woman Mm -hmm. in the bedroom and where to touch her, what to do leading up to that. You know, like they say, foreplay starts in the morning. I heard one pastor's (laughs) wife say, uh, she always told her husband, I'll give you five minutes. You know, I'll give you five minutes to to try to turn me on. She's like, there's... (laughs) There's never been a time where five minutes is up and I'm like, okay, nope, sorry, it's not going to happen right, tonight. Right, right. There would be times, I remember, 
my husband would say, you don't have to do anything. I'd be like, I'm so tired. He'd, you don't have to do anything. Just lay there. I'll do all the work. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And, and he would, and it would happen, you know, because like you say, if you just like give into doing it, you're never going to regret it afterwards. You're always glad you did it. Yeah. And you're really yeah. happy you met his need. And he's really happy he mm -hmm. met your need. Sometimes we have to work past then I'm not in the mood. You know, yeah. it just, it's just part of it. Yeah. So that sounds like a whole nother episode of how to bring out the best of each other in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Because we can talk to women how to get the most out of your man yeah. in the bedroom too, yeah. but we'll do that another time. That's good. That's good. Well, that sounds like a good place to stop today. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That was so much great information, especially for those who are single or dating, but just um, what a deposit you put in all the women who are watching today and hopefully great wisdom for the guys who are watching today yeah. or listening today. You know I'm going to have to tell my husband not to watch this. He will die. <laughs> you well, don't get to watch that podcast. Okay. All right. So XXX on this one. Triple X. All right. Thank you so much for listening and watching today. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you like it down below. And it helps us if you leave a comment with any questions. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when we put out a new podcast. And you can check out Danielle on Instagram or Facebook at Danielle Hage. That's at D-A-N-I-E-L-E-H-A-G-E.